0: well hello everyone it's time for the marvin polly show it is thursday september 16th and uh so excited football how's
1: it's doing great man how you doing
0: i am doing oh man I'm excited about these uh, week- weekly pickums only eight people went with the giants most of them going with the football club that's what we got going on tonight so I think weather's going to play a factor. He uh, has uh, postponed a couple of baseball games today, and um, I'm surprised that the yankees Orioles game is still going on right now with all the rain going on at the East Coast right now. Yeah, man. That's true. And you really think uh, Daniel Jones is going to keep up with the, that uh, defensive line today? I don't know. I do know that... Um, the Giants have beat the Football Club slash Washington Redskins six times in a row, so I'm gonna write them. It's a division game; anything can happen. I think the mistake a lot of people make is that um, if a team looks really good in Week One, they think that the same thing's gonna happen in Week Two. Uh, we are in the NFL, and uh, this is all about matchups. So uh, this is gonna be a division game, and and it should be a good one. I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and
1: ride with uh, the Giants 0-5 record on Thursday night football. So hopefully that uh, defensive line can get to uh, Daniel Jones and maybe take a Saquon Barkley out the game.
0: <laughs> have
1: to rush them throws in there, and and uh, I think uh, Taylor, that Taylor H- Heineke, I yeah. think that guy's bad, man. I think he, I uh, think if he just runs out of the pocket and uh, you know keeps his feet moving, man, I think he can get so we'll see yeah
0: yeah he did a lot of people forget he uh he went toe-to-toe yep. with Tom Brady in the playoffs But so the Buccaneers eventually uh pulled away in the fourth quarter but for a big part <laughs> of that game uh that was going down on the wire no yeah but uh yeah, yeah well it's... let's 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 go ahead and get started um so uh let's recap a little bit from uh week one um what happened to you uh Cali Bears in um in the game of the week uh You lost by 38 points to Ball of Steel. Um, Do you uh, blame most of it on injuries? I mean, you did have uh, Judy and Monster bulk out. Yeah, those were
1: two guys that I thought were going to get probably the most points. Uh, Honestly, I thought Monster was going to go off against uh, Detroit. um, But unfortunately, he got hurt. Uh, I did leave, um, I think... uh, melvin gordon yeah i left melvin gordon on the bench but i didn't nobody saw that coming to be honest yeah uh, it was a big talks about uh that rook williams so yeah uh, yeah bro it's um yeah messed up with that
0: definitely yeah i'm that. looking I'm, I'm looking at the bigger picture too here um no one no one saw arizona uh demolishing the titans like they did so That definitely helped out Ball of Steel. The Cardinals got him 24 points compared to your Bears. who Only got you five points. That was a 19-point swing there. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, he got 37 points. I had him last year on my fan, And he did great at the first 10 or 11 games. And when they started feeding Chris Carson and they became uh, more of a running uh, team, he started going down. So uh, something to look for. Look into in the upcoming weeks. Uh, is this stock going to continue to be high, or is that going to trend down a little bit? So we could talk about that in a in a segment that I got about trending forward and uh, who's going to be staying and standing still right now. Um, but um, speaking of week, any any surprises and disappointments you have, just overall, like uh, from any of the team managers or from individual players. Uh, yeah, Jameis Winston. Uh,
1: fantasy wise, at least, uh, did win when had five touchdowns. <clears throat> only had uh, under 200 yards, though, which is the sad part. But five touchdowns, man. He kind of surprised
0: me. Um, a disappointment. Uh, damn. Do you think that has to do anything with Sean Payton or uh, sitting behind Drew Brees for a year or something as simple as getting uh, eye surgery? Maybe now he's actually seeing his team.
1: Oh, sorry that I got a phone call, bro.
0: They cut this shit off. It's all right, man. This, this is what happens on live podcasts. Oh, all right.
1: I'm sorry. So yeah, the disappointment would have to be uh, <clears throat> probably from my team, James Robinson. Man, I thought you would do a lot better. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, I thought James Robinson was gonna go off. He he let me a
0: big time. He was a big disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, for me, the biggest surprise was definitely uh, Raiders Nate. I mean, no one gave this guy credit. I mean, we're talking about this guy possibly going 0-13 and drafting 10 receivers and giving away Amari Cooper and somehow still manages to score 160 points. And uh, I think that was a big statement win for him. And um, I don't know if that's something that we can expect going forward. Um, But to me, that was the biggest surprise. As far as biggest disappointments, um, I have to put Duval in uh, the Jaguar jig in here. Um, He scored the lowest amount of points in the fantasy. He had 110 points. 45 of those came from Patrick Mahomes. So you're talking about the other eight players combining for just 65 points. You hope that that trend doesn't continue. Although I'm not sure, um, definitely something you don't want to start off with in week one because you, you're going to put too much pressure on Mahomes to try to bail you out every week. And like I said, the fact that he scored 45 points and he still lost, and um, the fact that uh, Sheik Pride started OBJ um, and OBJ wasn't even playing, it's like a handicap match, uh, nine against eight, and uh, and he still lost. <laughs> In yes. terms of individual <laughs> surprises, um, I mentioned earlier Arizona. That was phenomenal. They got to Tannehill a couple of times. I think they had six sacks, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon with 27 fantasy points against the Minnesota Vikings. That was very impressive to me. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 28 points uh, in fantasy. Uh, considering the fact that they, they were down big most of that game, um, and you would think that they would have abandoned uh, the running back play and he still managed to get 28 points. That was a, a big surprise to me as far as uh, my awards for the individual. Um, I'm going to start with my team, Ronald Jones, man. This guy, the whole talk about with him was going to be number one on the depth. Fournette was going to be second. second. I, I had to like uh, log in and actually see if he was even playing. playing That's how bad he was. He had 1.4 points. Um, if he continues like this, I might have to take him to Dom'sville. Um your boy, um your league, rivalry
1: this guy had gave me negative points. Who did? <laughs> Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Oh, in your other league? Yeah, in another league he gave me uh, it's not a PPR, but he gave me like negative points. I was like, What's the up?
0: Yeah, yeah. If you would have forgot to start him, you would have got more points, right? <laughs> uh Aaron Rodgers, man, one point. Um, do you think this guy, is his mind is still in jeopardy or or on Danica Patrick? Or is he going to get it together? Or what's what happened there? Just one point? Oh, man, no idea what's going on with that guy. Uh, maybe this is, uh, he's tanking on purpose here. Uh, I have no idea what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I don't know what that game was about. Right. And then uh, speak, uh, sticking with the Packers, Aaron Jones, just four points. Another disappointment effort. And... Um, I'm going to throw Sheik Pride in here as well. Yeah, I'm calling him out. That's right, Sheik Pride. Uh, you were not in Vegas. Um, you were on the Zoom most of the time, so you have no excuses. Um, you were not sidetracked. Uh, but starting OBJ, uh, and, and you somehow still win with 14 points, uh, hope you're listening to the podcast. Uh, he's not going to play this week, so make sure uh, you're, you don't start him again. What about the key injuries, Pauly? Uh We'll start with you, um, Judy and Mostert. Um, any replacements for fantasy owners out there on something that might be available in the waiver wire?
1: About the waiver what? Wi- <clears throat> well, you know what? I was going with my bench first. I got I got some replacements, but uh, yeah, to work the waiver wire, man, uh, I think you gotta go with that uh, rookie from from the 49ers, Mitchell. Uh, go ahead, pick that guy up. Uh, even though uh, what's the uh, Trey Sermon? I believe it's Trey Sermon. He's um, he's also uh in there to steal some uh carries in there so it's gonna be kind of tough but but i think you got to go for mitchell uh, just go go ahead and go a lot there's not really a lot of running backs in the waiver wire to go for it
0: yeah yeah you almost want to stock up on a maybe get the second or third on the depth chart maybe someone on the ravens seeing how they're they're very thin i, I think that they just uh, gave a deal to Le'Veon bell and to devonte freeman if i'm not mistaken. So you figure that once they get accu- acclimated with the with the playbook and the offense, uh, that they might take some away from Williams. So that's my recommendation out there.
1: There's actually also, uh, you know what, thinking of PPR, uh, the Damien Williams, I believe his name is. Damien Williams, he's actually on the Bears. pretty embarrassing. But uh, he's, uh, dude, he's going to be out there taking some uh, – uh, uh, plays away from Montgomery. So when Montgomery's out, he's going to be out there for the
0: pass play. Yeah, that's right. The, that, that's right. The former chief. And if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, he worked with Nagy back. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah. So he's familiar with him as well. Um, he kind Paul. of reminds me of a of a uh, Cohen, right? Isn't that how the Bears kind of used him? Yeah, Cohen, unfortunately, he's out right now. But yeah, definitely, he's going to be
1: used just like him. Uh, short guard. Uh, he's about 5'9". Uh, same, same height as Cohen. And yeah. he's going to be same way utilize the same way
0: what about uh for fantasy owners that uh might have lost uh, Fitzmagic anyone out there for uh quarterbacks that might be available
1: yeah if you see Teddy Bridge on that waiver wire man go ahead and pick that guy up uh <clears throat> he's doing uh everything uh, he can on the air and on his feet uh if you go ahead to see uh Mac Jones hey not bad for a rookie man uh no no uh interceptions he did the best out of the rookies um, let me see who else. Um, yeah, it, those are those because right Teddy
0: Bridgewater up. is in my uh, my stardoms. Later on, uh, we'll be talking about um, who we should start and who we should sit. I have Teddy Bridgewater. I really like his matchup this weekend. He's just a smart quarterback. Mac Jones too. If I didn't have Jameis Winston and Tom Brady, I would have I would have snatched him already. I, I think he's going to get better. Um, I think that the way. Bill Belichick and the Patriots are going to run their offenses. They're going to ease him into it, run the ball heavy, rely on the defense, limit his mistakes. But as he gets more and more comfortable, I think they're slowly going to be shifting into like a two tight end set since they have uh, uh, Johnu Smith and Henry. Um, I think they might use him similar how the Gronk and Aaron Hernandez back in the days. Uh, So I think his stock is going to start going up and up. And it might start as early as this week. They do play the Jets. Uh, the Jets have struggled against the Patriots um, even though they do have a new court, a new coach uh, so something to look at um, trending forward. things that you saw in week one that you think that might continue to, to happen for the rest of the year any players that stood out that that you like their stock to continue to rise well, Matt
1: Matt Stafford uh, I think he's gonna be balling this year man with that uh, pretty dangerous explosive. Uh, Rams offense, man. Uh, he's an interesting player to keep keep your eye on.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I have him on my list, too. Um, I know we talked about him earlier, but I like Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston um, is definitely, um, we've seen those games where he, even if he throws like four interceptions, he's still capable of throwing 500 yards like he did against the Rams two years ago. Uh, he can scramble as well. I think he's um matured a little bit more. Now we he's with Sean Payton. He's had eye surgery. If anyone need a quarterback out there? I have Brady hit me up. Uh I don't
1: know if I'm uh, ready to jump on the on the Jameis
0: Winston uh bandwagon. Bandwagon. Um yeah. I like I like what I saw from Derek Carr too. Derek Carr, uh yeah. I, I you, think he was a little it. bit nervous in the beginning, but yeah, he balled out, and your boy, man, David Montgomery, the fact that he ran the ball that well against a, a stingy Rams defense, um, the reason I drafted him is because I remember how dominant he was the last two months fell season last year, and it looks like nothing has slowed him down. It looks like he's moved on and carried that into this year. Um, I think he's at a point where it doesn't matter who the matchup is. I think he's a must-start every week. He is definitely a must-start, yes. Okay. Um in terms of press the brakes down and i don't think these guys are going to have a, a good year um i'm sorry to say but i have james robinson in this list i think that i think that he kind of caught people off guard last year i think that now that the jaguars um people are familiar with what he's capable i think they're going to try to take the running game out and try to make trevor lawrence uh, beat them um speaking of robinson's alan robinson as well I think this Mr. Andy Dalton with back down passes. Um, I don't see Allen Robinson being like a slot receiver. They use Mooney for that. Um, I don't unless Fields gets on the on the field. I don't see Dalton like throwing more than a twenty yard pass. And then Daryl Henderson from the Rams. I think that he's there right now while Sony Michelle gets to learn the playbook. I think um, as the year goes on, I think Sony Michelle is the better running back, and then he's going to take carries away from Henderson. So. Those are those are my uh pump the brakes uh, uh what about for you anyone that you feel that we got to pump the brakes on
1: <clears throat> yeah I think uh, we gotta pump the brakes maybe a little bit on uh just for now uh uh Josh Jacobs he's, he's doing, uh, dealing with some foot injuries he did get lucky he got those uh, uh, two touchdowns Monday night so if you needed those double digit points from him man. But uh, I think we got to pump it up just a little bit. Um, also, no, actually that's all I have right now for him. Oh, uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, I think he. there's too many weapons on that offensive team. Uh, I don't think it's, a, in my opinion, I think Gronk is back and uh, it's going to be a little more of a, a Godwin and, and, and Evans. I think Brown got lucky that night, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
0: I'm going to throw the challenge flag on that one. Um, have you seen the relationship Antonio Brown has with Tom Brady? I have. I mean, Tom Brady is a part, man. There's few guys he trusts more than Antonio Brown. Uh, I, I think his two guys, when the game's on the line, he needs a big third down completion. Expect the ball to go to either Antonio Brown or to um, Gronkowski, especially after Godwin had that last year. I mean, last week against the Cowboys. Yes. Uh, unless he turns it around. Uh, Tom Brady doesn't like those kind of mistakes so uh, I'm gonna say the contrary I think Antonio Brown's uh, gonna only get better all right man what about um well before that um we want to uh, give a congratulations to uh one of our partners um, founders so if you guys haven't had a founders all day IPA man ops um ABV around 6.0 so it doesn't to feel that loaded uh, um, you still get the great effect of an IPA so uh, out there now, we're going to do something a little bit different though uh, uh, yeah that's, that's going to be keyword found the keyword founders It being leaked in person that sends us the keyword is, is going to be the price higher. not the first one so <laughs> you guys won't know who the first one is so it makes it a little bit more interesting um, yeah back to the Marvin Polly show right here um, so this segment is start him or sit him. Who do you like this week to start, and uh, who do you have sitting down? Uh, let me see. It's sitting, uh, starting.
1: I got uh, uh, Najee Harris, Chris Carson, running backs. I got uh, wide receivers Jamar Chase and Keenan Allen. I got tight ends Gronkowski and Johnny Smith. I got the QBs uh, Mac Jones and uh, Stafford i got the defensive Bills and tonight's Washington football team.
0: Okay.
1: I'm sorry? Those
0: Those are all your stardoms?
1: Those are all my stardoms, yeah. And then I'm sitting uh, Jimmy G from the 49ers. I'm sitting Tyrod Taylor, those two QBs. I'm sitting uh, Mike Davis and Tevin Coleman from the running backs. Wide receivers, I'm going to go ahead and uh, sit Corey Davis on a tough matchup and Robbie Anderson. Another tough matchup. Uh, tight ends, I'm gonna sit Zach Ertz and uh, Mike Gesicki, and then uh, defense, I'm gonna sit the Chargers
0: and the Vikings. All right, you heard it. If you guys have any of those players, take some notes. Uh, for me, start him. Um, I like Teddy this week. If um, I think he's still in the, in the waiver wire, if anyone needs a quarterback, go after him. Um, Tyrod Taylor passed all over the field against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and sutland especially because judy is out um sutland was already uh, getting a lot of last year and now with judy going out and it's the jaguars Cortland Sutland might be a good pickup i talked about antonio brown just his relationship with uh tom brady and they're playing uh, uh the eagles had 32 points against the falcons so i can only imagine the bucks are probably going to score 40 against him uh tight ends.
1: Did you say tight um, tight ends? I
0: think we can read my own writing here. Um, yeah, tight ends. But no, not a tight end. Tight end. Sorry, sorry, Carlos, who's here next to me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I like Jerry Cook. Jerry Cook this week. I think that's that's a that's a good um start this week. Um, he's playing against a Cowboys team who gives up a lot of points. Uh, Nicole Harmon. Mikko Harmon. Uh. The Ravens allow the most passing guards uh, in week one um, of all the football teams. So I think with Tyreek Hill getting a lot of the attention, I expect Nicole Hartman to have a good game. Uh, Robbie Gold as well. Robbie Gold. I think there's going to be a lot of points against the Eagles, but the Eagles have also a stingy defense where maybe the Niners don't finish drive. So expect Robbie Gold to have a big game. Uh, Buccaneers defense I think they're gonna have a big bounce back week they gave up 29 points to the Cowboys in week one they're playing the Falcons this week I think this is a statement game for the Bucs um, especially against a bad Falcons team so I really like the Buccaneer defense this week as far as this uh, stadium for the week um, Hung you cool I just I just think think that the Falcons they're going to have to try to – they cannot trade field goals against the Buccaneers that want to stay in the game. They're going to have to go for touchdowns. So I see the Falcons uh, doing what the Falcons normally do, go for it on fourth and one and choke and uh, take an opportunity play from Hung Yuku. Um, I would sit down the Texans' defense. Uh, look, they looked great last week against the Jaguars, but that was the Jaguars. They're going to play an angry Cleveland Browns team right next to uh, Lake Erie. Um, After the Browns just lost to the Chiefs, I do not like that matchup at all for the Texans. So sit them down. Uh, Gaskin. Gaskin of the Dolphins. I would sit him down as well. Uh, He's playing against a very stingy Buffalo Bills team. Bills always uh, play a tough matchup against the Dolphins. Uh, Zach Wilson. um, Bill Belichick uh, against first or second year quarterbacks um, has like over an 850 winning percentage um the fact that the patriots lost that lap they're gonna be even angry so sit sack wilson um if you have Pittman jr sit him down as well he's gonna go against uh against uh jaylen ramsey so i think he's gonna lock him down and i do not like at all uh seek Elliott this week chargers were number one um in week one against the rush um they did a really good th- job against the football club I think that this game is going to become a passing game. So I think Seek Elliott is going to not even be too much involved in the offense. So that's my stardom and sit on. Do you have one sleeper for the week? Sleeper one, for that. the week. Yeah, someone that, that might go off. The, yeah, i the- um, I, looking here. I really like uh, Randall Cobb. I think the Packers going to have a bounce back game. Um, I know that, uh, you know, Devontae Adams gets all the attention. So I expect the second guy on the team to step it up. So I really, really like Randall Cobb. I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will have a great bounce back game on Monday Night Football. They have an extra day to prepare for the Lions. So that would be my sleeper for the week.
1: Oh, man, my sleeper is going to have to be uh, probably Tyler Boyd. Uh, I think uh... – He's going off the slot, but against the Bengals, uh, Joe Burrow's going to have to get rid of the ball sort of slightly quick, and uh, Tyler Boyd should be uh, your boy right there to go off and
0: uh, tear up that Bears defense. All right, cool. Well, I mean, it uh, looks like uh, um, the Thursday night football has just started, so uh, that's going to conclude this week's uh, podcast. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Spotify or directly on the Anchor app also uh Paulie's gonna be posting this on social media so make sure you guys are subscribing and you guys are following us um, and take some notes and uh and then we're also gonna be uh, tuning in to see who the weekly winner is we're gonna be making an announcement um still uh, man, waiting on men on grass for him to pick up his uh, budweiser cooler um, he also won the bonus points last week in the fantasy so who's? oh uh, that's something we should ask who's more likely to go off this week and and have the most points this week for the bonus. Oh, for the bonus? Sheesh. Uh, interesting. We'll see. Uh, it's probably going to be uh Oscar again. All right. Well, uh the early computer is projecting it's going to be Jaguar Jake with 160. What the hell is going on here with Jaguar Jake? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. On a Duval.
0: All right, man. Whoa. Well. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, Tune in next week for week three as we break down week two and then look ahead for week three. Peace. Peace.